0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This program is made possible thanks to the generosity of our listeners. Show your support at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate.
2: This week on Meet and 3, we're talking about comfort food as we explore its history, meaning, and different interpretations from around the world. Donburi is just a simple, casual dish, but it's packed with the history. Somebody might have their comfort food be something that they remember eating at their friend's house, but they would never have at their own home. Consuming foods that were eaten then can bring back some of those feelings from, from those times. It's about creating these little breaks and moments during the day where you kind of feel present. Tune in to Meet and Three HRN's weekly food news roundup wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Khatema. Good writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen, in zakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is so mystery for many people, and I will try to demystify it in this program with my co cool guests. My guest today is Kanaria Erak who is a rakugoka or a traditional Japanese comic storyteller. Bakugo is a unique form of entertainment that became popular in Japan in the 17th century during the Edo period. A storyteller sits on the stage alone, only with a folding fan and a hand towel. These are the only props used during the performance, but uh, once the Bakugo guy starts talking, you are in another world. Uh, the Rakugoka quickly draws you into the story and you would feel as if you are sitting right next to the characters. And there is always a surprise punchline at the end. So that is why Rakugo has been very popular for centuries, and Rakugo is becoming global lately, and there are even non-Japanese Rakugoka like Katsura Sunshine who joined us on episode 102. And Arakstan is one of the Rakugo ambassadors who inspire the world with the power of Japanese style yet universal humor in English. So today we will discuss what exactly Rakugo is, how San got into Rakugo, why Rakugo is so unique and powerful, and much much more. And of course San will perform Rakugo for us too. Uh, before quickly uh, quickly before we start, Japanese is available on the Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify as a podcast. So if you haven't, please go to iTunes, Stitch and Spotify and subscribe to JapanEats. And please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. Now let's start our conversation with Kanaria Eyaku. Hello, Eyaku-san. Welcome to the show.
3: Oh, thank you very much.
2: So, and thank you so much for staying up so late. 12 a.m. <laughs> so thank yeah. you so much for that. Yeah. Um, All right, so we have a lot to discuss. So first of all, uh, let's talk about who you are. So what is your background?
3: Hmm. Uh, I'm now a lecturer at the Kanda University of International Studies and uh, also at Komazawa University. And I'm an English rakugo performer, so I'm wearing two hats.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. Um, So you teach English and you teach rakugo.
3: And yeah, uh, uh, yes, I teach classes uh, like um, performance in English. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, I'm teaching performance, we'll talk about
2: yes. that later so that our listeners can join you maybe one, one day <laughs> uh, or sometime soon online. Um, so let's talk about Rakugo. So what is Rakugo and how is it culturally important?
3: Mm. Uh, rakugo is a solo storytelling with a touch of humor. Yeah, as uh, as you said, that uh, the story usually ends with a punchline, and it's I would say it's a kind of miniature theatre based on kabuki. Uh, there are some rules when we perform Lakugo, and all the rules uh, come from kabuki. So I think it, in that sense, I think uh, it is quite important. Uh, theatrical tradition is uh, succeeded in Lakugo. Mm,
2: interesting. Mm. So uh, mm. for listeners who are not familiar with.
3: Uh, kabuki. What is kabuki? Kabuki. Uh, kabuki is really traditional theater. Uh, I think which dates back to about I think four hundred yeah, years ago. It's a very traditional one, and um, we have the rules of uh, what we call kamite and shimote. Uh, kamite. Uh, kamite is uh, stage. What? Uh, kamite is stage left, and stage shimote is stage right. So kamite means upper side, and shimote is a downside. So for example, when a, a person of a lower uh, position is talking to a person who is on, of a higher position, a person of a lower position should stay on shimote, or the stage right. And the person who is of a higher position should stay on kamite, or stage left. That is a quite important rule. And that role is uh, passed on to uh, to uh, to
2: Rakugo. So, so the Kabuki is a more kind of uh, more formal theater act, but uh, it's kind of yeah. funny mm-hmm. the stories. They always perform, right? But, but it's more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Both... Yes. There
3: mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. yes, yes right. but yeah, yeah. There are some types of stories. Uh, uh, what we what we call jidai Mono. It is. Uh, the story about history, and th- there are stories of uh, common people uh, called sewamono.
2: Yeah. So mm-hmm. There are some
3: types of stories
2: uh, in kabuki. Right. Interesting. So, because when we th- think of uh, Japanese traditional um, theaters, it's a uh, no is very uh, kind of art um, focused and more mm-hmm. kind of ambience. And kabuki is more, like you said, you know, story of our lives and. And then, what's mm-hmm. really important, what Rakugo is fascinating is that you don't have any big theater setting. And mm-hmm. what I, yeah. you know, my, my father used to watch it. And, you know, he, he was just watching TV on Rakugo, you know, mm-hmm. often playing on TV. And then I don't have any intention to see it. But once I look at it, I can't stop. I just sit next to him and start watching it because it's so mm-hmm. um, kind of absorbing. So mm. how, maybe you can talk more about you know what is unique about rakugo compared to other genres of entertainment.
3: Um, yeah, rakugo we kneel down. It's a solo performance, and we kneel down on uh, a square cushion called zabuton, and that's I think uh, that's quite unique. Um, there are some uh, similar types of uh, narrative arts like Kodan, and Kodan Kodanshi or Kodan performer also uh, kneel down on uh, uh, zabuton or cushion, and they focus on the the stories about the heroes and heroines of history, while rakugo focus on the lives of common people. So that is a different point. And uh, also we have uh, rokyoku. Rokyoku is a story with music. So the stories are also, uh, are always accompanied by a shamisen player. So Mm -hmm. that is a different point. So uh, these three are, Kodan, Rakugo, and Rokyoku are very traditional uh, style narrative arts, I think. Mm -hmm.
2: Right, so kind of Rokyoku is uh, a solo performance, but with kind of like a music Accompanied
3: by shamisen player. Yeah, shamisen and in case, yeah, Rokyoku, Local or local performers um, uh, stand with um, uh, with a table in front of them when they perform, mm. yeah, but uh, you yeah, performers and rakugo performers kneel down on a cushion. Mm. Mm.
2: Right. So by the image of rakugo performers, to me, maybe it's easier to understand. Like it's like a stand up comedian, but it's not standing, but it's sitting on a Zabton um, mat, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the power of uh, one person, right? Mm-hmm.
3: right? Yeah, and it's. I think it's quite different from stand-up comedians uh, because lagugo like go uh, like is a kind of, you know, storytelling. It's, it's not only jokes, but um, there are some jokes, but it's basically a storytelling. So that's quite different from stand-up comedy. Mm. Yeah. Right.
2: So the real story really is, it's like uh, the program, The Moth, which is popular on the radio but it's probably like people started to talk about what happened to someone else and then it was so funny that people started to talk more and more that kind of thing that (laughs) how i imagine it started Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
2: so all right so uh uh, so how did you get into Bakugou and how did you start it
3: um i um i joined um the Lakugo uh, Tatekawa Ryu in 1984. It's quite a long time ago. Uh, my mentor is um, Tatekawa Danshi, and he uh, he died uh, about nine years ago. He um, left the Association of Rakugo in 1983 because he had some trouble with the association, and he founded his own school or his own group called Rakugo Tatekawa Ryu uh, in 1983. And I joined uh, the group um, the next year and I stayed there for several years. So that's how I, I uh, entered the, uh, the, the world of Lakugo. So I learned what Lakuo is uh, from uh, Tadekawa Danshi. And um, I um, uh, studied Japanese Lakuo classes in 1991 and I hired some uh, uh, professional rakugo performers to teach the classes. So I also learned rakugo from those teachers, from professional
2: rakugo performers. Mm. So when you grew up, you were always watching rakugo performances.
3: Yeah, yeah, I liked rakugo. Yes, but I was not born in um, in Tokyo. I was born in Aichi, so there was no uh, Yose or Yasuminsa, what um, rakugo uh, comedy houses. So I was only, uh, you know, I enjoyed rakugo uh, on, uh, on TV.
2: Mm. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. There are so many schools of Rakugo performance. It's a serious, um, you know, the genre of entertainment, so the listeners, it's really, <laughs> it's just very, uh, traditional in good mm. way. So, um, so how, why did you decide to perform Rakugo in English? Um,
3: I've always liked, um, uh, learning English, and I, I loved uh, listening to Lakugo since I was a child. So for me, uh, performing Lakugo in English was uh, it's a quite natural result. I would mm. Say. Mm. <laughs> right.
2: Um, well, I really respect. It. It's not an easy thing. Um, yeah. And then you visited uh, many foreign countries and performed Lakugo for local audiences. <laughs> Yeah, and of course in English. So, Mm -hmm. where have you been, and so far, and what were the reactions of non-Japanese audiences to your performance?
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, So far, uh, I have uh, performed in uh, eight countries. Um, I uh, performed in in uh, the United States, of course, U.S., U.K., and uh, New Zealand, Australia, and um, Laos. Kazakhstan and Georgia, Georgia as a country, not as a state of the United States. So I performed in those countries. In the United States, um, I toured um, so far, I toured uh, California, I mean, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, and Phoenix, Arizona, and Houston, Texas, and New York. Uh, um, I performed oh. <laughs> in New York in uh, 2017, three years ago.
2: Mm. I heard you, yeah. you performed at uh, Met uh, Metropolitan Opera at Lincoln Center in mm-hmm. New York. That's a uh, huge honor <laughs> to perform there. So, mm. yeah, so did, did you um, have a relationships with the local, you know, some organizations? So, who hosted all those, uh, um, you know, tours and performances?
3: You mean who the uh, org- organizers? You mean who the supposed yeah. to mean? Uh, right, because
2: yeah. you went to very unusual countries, and then I, you, know, <laughs> you
3: kids just don't go and then they do it, right? <laughs> so Right. Yeah. Sure. Crazy. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There are of course some organizers in each country. Um, yeah. Uh, in the, yes, in the states yeah, yes one or two um, two uh, organizers who helped us. And who promoted uh, our performances? Of course,
2: yes. Mm. So, did yeah. you offer first, or you? They invited you to. They,
3: yeah. There. Usually, they invite us. Yes, usually yeah. they invite us. Um, mm, Interesting. Mm. And so, the audience is quite mm-hmm. responsive um, compared with the audience in the in Japan. You know, the audience uh, audiences in the United States, particularly, I think, are very re- responsive. Yeah. I still mm. remember when, we, when I performed in Sedona, uh, in Arizona. We performed at, uh, at a theater in Sedona. Sedona, Sedona. And the, the audience was really, really responsive, responsive. You know, the Japanese audience is not, you know, it's rather quiet compared with the audience <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> right. Wow. Mm. So
2: they loved it. Well, they laughed. They, yeah, they laughed. Loved, yes, they loved the right. story, yes. Mm. Mm. I'm curious, they laugh at the same time? Uh, mm-hmm. University.
3: Wow. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Basically, they they laughed at the same points. Same,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Same jokes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Okay. Um. All right. So, and then you. Um. Yeah, I'm just curious. So, you're in Kazakhstan and Georgia. So, <laughs> f- who are they? Are the audience uh, just curious. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the general public or
3: yeah in general public yes jo- uh, georgians in the georgia and people in yeah people in kazakhstan in, in kazakhstan the local people uh, came to came to a theater or came to uh, came to the university we performed at several universities so uh college students were listening to our performances mm, Wow, mm. that's
2: amazing all mm. right um so we have all to talk about so now Let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, um, well Erikson will perform the Google for us. so please stay with us.
1: All of us at HRN have been keeping busy despite working and recording from home. This fall, we're proud to announce new shows on the network that each bring important and enlightening stories to listeners around the world. While the world is in turmoil and the future of our country is uncertain, there are certain constants that help keep us going. For us, food and storytelling are essential. While we can't come together in person, food podcasts from HRN can provide a virtual table we can all gather around. Bringing exceptional stories to your ears and keeping you informed on the ever-changing political and environmental issues of our time is integral to our mission. At a time when the world around us is rapidly changing, HRN is committed to being here for our listening community, and we need you to be here for us. Join our table and help ensure the future of food radio by becoming a member of HRN. Go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to make a contribution. Check out the latest additions to our lineup while you're there. You can see all of our series at heritageradionetwork.org slash new shows.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akutema, and my guest today is Kanaria Eiraku, who is a a traditional Japanese comic storyteller. So um the so humor is very hard to share between different mm. languages and cultures. So mm-hmm. what is the key to communicating humor to a non-Japanese audience? Mm.
3: I think um, um there are uh local humor and universal humor, and I think it is uh, quite difficult to um uh you know, local humor is I think uh, quite difficult for the local people to understand. I mean uh, for example, we have, uh, when I say local humor, I mean, uh, puns or plays play on words. And uh, in Japanese, we have a lot of uh, words which have a double meaning. And those humors are quite um, uh, difficult for foreign people to understand. But what uh, we have a universal humor. You know, that's when the story itself is it's funny, I think um, everyone can laugh at those humor. Yeah, that's mm. how it feels. Well, so, for example, I think in, in English, too, there are lots of uh, humor about uh, humor, uh, which are uh, based on puns or or what plays on words. For example, there is a short joke like "Hi Jack." Uh, it goes like this. I was arrested at the airport. Oh, what did you do? I just called my friend. Uh, what's his name? Jack. And what did you say? Hi, Jack. See? So, <laughs> those are, you know, it's really difficult to translate into other languages, right? right. Yeah. There are lots right. of uh, humors like this, and this is what I call local humor. Yeah. Mm. But uh, the story itself is interesting. You know, it's funny. I think uh, it's understandable in, uh, in any languages. For example, there is a short joke called test score. It's a conversation between uh, son and his father. The father said, Oh, look at all these bills, everything is going up. You no, know, a doctor or doctor bills, uh, gas, water, electricity. I'm glad uh, if just one thing would go down. Dad, look at my test score. <laughs> like
2: this. <laughs> so, this
3: <laughs> so, this kind of you know, jokes are universal, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> everyone in every country can understand.
2: Right, and it's the situation shared by many families too. Um, Okay, so, um, yeah, and the the subject of rakugo can be anything, right? Any parts, any aspects of your life. So, um, because this is Japanese, I'm going to talk about some uh, food aspects. So, Mm -hmm. maybe you can talk about some stories about food.
3: Food, yes, um, I'd like to start with uh, the, some sweets. Um, in rakugo, uh sweets like manju and yokan sometimes appear in the story. Uh, manju is a dumpling with uh, sweet red beans inside and its shape is round. And yokan is square and uh, yokan, yokan is a sweet jelly made of uh, uh, red beans. Or azuki. So, red beans or azuki uh, is often used uh, for Japanese sweets. And there is a very popular lago story called Manju Koi or Scary Manju. And I'm going to uh, tell this this story later. And in a story called Hatsutenjin or New Year Visit to the Shrine, um, San asks uh, his father to buy dango and ame. Dango uh, is skewered dumplings and Amis candy. So those sweets uh, appear in Lakuo stories. Mm, right, mm.
2: okay. And uh, so maybe you can uh, tell us the
3: manju koi, <laughs> scary mm-hmm. manju. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hamburger okay. scary, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. all right. So... Yeah, so uh, the story is, uh, is based on manju Kauai or scary manju. But um, man, nobody knows what manju is in foreign countries, so I changed manju to hamburgers. So hamburger, because hamburger, everybody in every country knows what manju is. So scary hamburgers, and uh, all the characters in the story are um, English-speaking people. I mean, I mean Americans. So it's. Uh, it's based on a traditional story, but I changed manju to hamburgers. Mm, All right, universal. So, uh,
2: let me, okay. okay, so, let me so, okay, the so this, is, uh, this is a performance. I'm going to mute myself. It's going to be around 10 minutes, and uh, I guarantee you're going to have nice laugh, very big laugh at the end. So please begin.
3: Okay, yes. Uh, thank you for coming, everybody. Oh oh, oh, oh! Don't sit so close to each other. Yeah, keep a social distance. Uh, okay. Uh, is everybody here? Hmm? Oh, yes, except one person. Oh, who is not here? Oh, Long. Oh, he, Long is not here. Oh, it's much more fun with him. But anyway, let's begin the party. <sighs> Sorry to be late. Oh, Long. What's the matter? You look pale and you are panting. Have you been chased? No, no, I saw, I saw a snake. You know, I'm afraid of snakes. I'm afraid of eels, earthworms, anything that is long. But your your name is is long. Yes, so my name scares me. Oh, your name scares you, that's too bad. But they say uh, anybody has one or two weaknesses. Um, Abe, is there anything that you're afraid of? Me? Hmm, I'm afraid of uh, frogs. Frogs? Why? Because they open their mouths wide. I'm afraid they will swallow me up. Ah, I see. I don't like them either. Um, ben, how about you? Hmm, I'm afraid of uh, spiders. Uh, I'm afraid of anything that produces threads. Even a sewing machine scares me. Even a sewing machine scares you? Oh, that's too bad. Carlos. Uh, How about you? Mm, I'm scared of uh, centipedes. Centipedes? Why? Because they have so many legs. And when I think about how many shoes they need, that scares me. What? Are you concerned about their shoes? Oh, you're a strange guy. And David, uh, how about you? Mm, Well, I'm afraid of ants. um, Because uh, they march in line. And when they meet each other, They are whispering something. I'm afraid they are speaking ill of me. Are you concerned about the conversation? Oh, you are also a strange guy. And Elvis, how about you? Mm, I'm afraid of um, horses because they kick you. Ever since I got married, I've been kicked by my wife. Now I have a strange, uh, I have a strong fear of horses. No, 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 no. You're not afraid of horses. You are afraid of your wife. And, Henry, how about you? What, why are you shrugging? Uh, nothing, nothing? But you don't have to put on airs like that. We are having fun. Why don't you join us? Why do we have to talk about something that scares us? We are men. Oh, yes, yes, of course. But isn't there anything that you're afraid of? How about, um, how about snakes? Oh, snakes, I eat them. I eat them more often than eels. Yeah? And when I have a fever, I coil them. them around my head. It makes me feel comfortable. Oh, really? How about frogs? Ah, frogs are my favorite. And uh, ants? Uh, I sometimes eat them with rice, you know, as a kind of seasoning. And spiders? I put their threads into natto, fermented soybeans, when the beans are not sticky enough and the horses i eat their i uh, eat them i want to uh, i like to eat their meat raw uh, it gives me a lot of energy is that right so you eat everything huh but still there may be one or two things that may scare you hey hey don't keep asking me uh, um actually i'm trying to forget it oh you so you're afraid of something huh what is it please tell us uh, uh, if I, if I tell it to you, uh, you will laugh. No, 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 we won't laugh. What is it? Huh? It's not a state secret, is it? Don't be bashful. Um, I, um, I'm afraid of, uh, and no, you will laugh. No, no, I said I won't. What is it? Uh, it's not shameful at all. Please tell us. Uh, well, I'm afraid of, uh, I am. uh, Ham, um hamsters? No, no, not hamsters, uh, ham, hamburgers. I beg your pardon, um, hamburgers. Hamburgers? Uh, what kind of animals are, are they? No, 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 they're not animals. I mean, hamburgers you can get at um, McNo- McDonald's, the Burger King, Wendy's, Shake Shack, in and out Five Guys, Sonic, you mean those hamburgers? (laughs) Hey, don't laugh. I'm sorry. So you're afraid of hamburgers, huh? I love hamburgers. My favorite is a chicken sandwich. Oh, don't talk about chicken sandwiches. (laughs) I'm afraid of chicken sandwiches most. Oh, you're afraid of chicken sandwiches most. So you really are chicken. Hey, hey, don't call me chicken. It's a bad joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I also, um, I also like double cheeseburgers. Oh, don't talk about double cheeseburgers. That's twice as scary. Is that right? Uh, when I'm really hungry, I even try a triple burger. Oh, don't talk about triple burgers. That is three times as scary. Is that right? Uh, last week, I went to Sasebo. And I tried some Sasebo burgers there. I'm sure their hamburgers are the best in the world. (laughs) Don't talk about Sasebo burgers. I went to Sasebo on business last month. And when I saw Sasebo burger stands lining the street, I fainted. Did you? Yes, I'm ashamed of myself, but I did. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting dizzy. Probably because... I remember, so I said, oh, can I go to the next room and take a rest for a while? Oh, sure. And go ahead. <laughs> Did you hear that, everybody? Huh? Henry is afraid of hamburgers. I have a good, a good idea. Let's buy dozens of hamburgers and put them around his head. And let's get him for his daily arrogance. Ah, yes, that's a good idea. Uh, let's scare him with hamburgers. All right then, I'll give you some money. So uh, go and get as many hamburgers as possible with this money, okay? Oh, yes, we are back. Oh, you bought so many hamburgers. And uh, Please put them here. So uh, this is fish burger mm, and egg burger, shrimp burger, and chicken sandwich. Oh, I'm sure this scares him most. Big Mac, um, Whopper, Lamen Burger. What's this? The uh, What? The buns are made of uh, ramen noodles. Oh, I've never tried this before. And Sasebo Jumbo. Oh, where did you get this? In Yoyogi. Oh, you can get this in Yoyogi. I didn't know that. Okay, it's a good, uh, great collection. Uh, why don't you put them on a tray and bring them to his bed? Oh, yes. Okay, so... Let me open the door. Oh, he is sleeping so well. All right. Hmm. And let me close the door. Hmm. Now, shall we wake him up? Oh, yes. Henry, how do you feel? Uh, I, I had a bad dream. I was surrounded by hamburgers in my dream. Did you hear that? He was surrounded by hamburgers in his dream. He doesn't know his dream is coming true. Henry, uh, why don't you wake up? Wake up, Henry. Oh, yes, yes. Uh. Ah! Hamburg! <laughs> Who brought all these hamburgers? Are you going to kill me? Hey, please help. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I'm scared. Help me. Fish burger.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. A good fish. On this tartar sauce, perfectly matches this fish. Mm-hmm. Help me. I'm scared. Oh, this is chicken sandwich. This is actually my favorite. Mmm. Mmm mmm. Good oh good chicken. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. This chicken is, is is even better than Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> Help me. I'm scared. <laughs> mm? Mm-hmm. What's this? Lamem burger? Mm? Mm-hmm. What uh the Buns made of ramen noodles. I've never tried this. Hmm. I'll eat this later. I put this into my bag. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Big Mac. Oh, okay, I'll eat this later. And Whopper, later. And this is, oh, Sasebo Jambo. <laughs> Why did they get this? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. It's yummy. <laughs> Mm, this steak is really thick and and it's juicy. <laughs> and this gravy sauce is excellent. <laughs> help me, I'm scared. Hey, isn't it strange? He is screaming help and I'm scared, but um, there's a pause in between them. And it sounds like... Uh, he is munching something. Hey, uh, Long, why don't you uh, slightly open the door and peek in? Oh, yes. Hmm? John, he's he is eating them. And he is putting some of them into, into the bag. He loves hamburgers. What? I... Hey, Henry, what are you doing? You are eating them. Uh, what is it that that you're really afraid of? <laughs> now, I'm afraid of a glass of Coca-Cola. Thank you.
2: <laughs> so he eats uh, Coca-Cola now. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad that your performance, you know, the acting part, hands and you know use of the fan and uh you know yeah. that would be a big mm-hmm. part of it and uh yeah maybe next time you can uh um i don't know some like a video <laughs> recording <laughs> for us too yeah
3: yeah actually this is the first time for me to uh to perform rakugo for radio listeners <laughs>
1: mm.
3: so actually i did i added some words to explain what's going on yeah actually Mm -hmm. Mm.
2: so yeah so this um this is a universal classic story so this is the thing how you do it and then um do you change would you change the food and from hamburger to anything else depending on where you go like in
3: yeah i think hamburger is really popular in any country so Uh um and manchu is not known so um Unless I, you know, in, in, uh, in Japan, I think uh, scary manju is okay because uh, foreign people living in Japan may know what manju is. But when I perform in foreign countries, I change to to uh, hamburgers. For example, when I performed in Laos, um, you know, Laotian people, Laotians also uh, eat hamburgers. And I asked uh, some Laotians what is the popular hamburgers in Laos and they said that uh, there is a la- the hamburger called Sput- sputnik and mm-hmm. sputnik is is quite popular so i um, I included that hamburger the brand of sputnik uh, into the into a hamburger you know into mm-hmm. the story yeah so that's how i changed a little bit in each country so but, mm-hmm. but basically i um, i use I. I tell hamburger scary hamburgers.
2: <laughs> right. And they said, what's imp- impressive, another thing is that you perform multiple characters and you, you can tell even on the radio and also um, when you eat hamburgers, eat as if you're really eating hamburgers. <laughs> I got hungry too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. That's a great
3: compliment. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah. Mm. And then, um, so let's talk about some other foods. So, um, for example, noodles are very important
3: yes, in Japanese yeah. cuisine. So maybe you right. can talk about that, right? Right, yes. Yeah, um, one of the most popular uh, lakko stories is, is called Toki Soba uh, or Time noodles. And the, the Time noodles uh, in Kamigata or Western part of Japan, uh, it's called Toki Udon. So um, the characters eat udon noodles. And in Tokyo, uh, it was changed to Soba because uh, people in Tokyo prefer to eat soba noodles uh, to uh, udon noodles so yeah. t- uh, to soba or tai noodle noodles is, is quite popular um the story is about uh, is about a man who uh, who go- who goes to a soba noodle restaurant and he cheats he cheats uh, the noodle seller when uh, when he pays uh, soba noodles um, was a 16 month in the Edo period. And when he paid, he paid all in small coins. And he said, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Noodle seller, at what time is it? It's nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So that's how he cheated one month. Yeah, so that's quite a popular story. Hmm. And another guy was looking at it and he tried to do the same thing the next day, but it doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work well, so that is a kind of typical lagu, uh the, uh, the lagos story. So yeah. tokusoba is quite popular. Yeah, the noodles, uh, the noodle, and when we eat noodles, we slurp, um, you know, making sounds. So I think um, you know slurping is quite impolite. It's considered impolite in foreign countries. So when I perform tokusoba or time noodle, I say that uh, I slurp the noodles but it's not considered rude in japan so they will understand mm. you know, we eat noodles like this <laughs> yeah sometimes right. it bothers you know foreign people if they if they don't know it see they because they consider you know making sound is quite impolite
2: when on, uh, when eating right yeah it's funny mm. that i sometimes you know people ask japanese people why they slurp and i think mm even scientifically because when you slurp the air brings up more flavor because of the you know the nose smell and what kind of like throat smell mm. like retro nasal smell which comes from the food inside your mouth and when you get the air you get mm. more flavor out in the air mm. and your nose that's can interesting. sense it <laughs> that's very <Yeah>. interesting <laughs> so it's a very smart way to maximize the flavor experience and that's what everybody should slurp, in my opinion. And, <laughs> you know, like sommeliers do, when they drink water, they like, you know, this kind of like weird sound, but that's the same idea. You get maximized the flavor experience. Ah, uh, I see. So, that's interesting. Mm.
1: Right.
2: Mm. Anyways, so, um, do you have any story that you can share with uh, anything about other food? Yeah, or? about
3: the soba noodles, yes. I have... Um... I'd like to introduce a short story uh, which was made by uh, Henry Black or Kailakti Black. Kailakti Black uh, was a British lagu performer in the Meiji period. He was uh, was British. He was born in Adelaide, Australia, but he was British. And he was born in 1858 and uh, he came to Japan uh when he was six years old because his father was working in japan as a journalist and he he grew up he uh became a Lakuva like, performer and he um recorded one short story called uh, laughs at the soba Nuru restaurant it's a short story it goes like this um uh, one day it's a real story it's a it's, um that he experienced uh, when he was uh, in Asakusa. One day he was walking around Asakusa and he was starved and he entered a soba noodle uh, restaurant. He was really hungry, so he he waved at the waitress and he ordered three three tempura soba and four meat soba. And he was waiting and waiting, but his uh, orders were never served. Other customers came in and finished eating and left the restaurant. So he he thought that it was a racial discrimination. In the uh, Meiji period, there are very few foreign people. So he he thought that it was a racial discrimination. So he waved at the waitress again and he complained. What happened to my orders? And she said that. He said, oh, I was waiting for your friends She never thought he would eat them all. (laughs) (laughs) He got very embarrassed and uh, he ate them very quickly and he he left the restaurant. (laughs) That's called, yeah, laughs at Sobanuru restaurant. I like this story.
2: Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, So, by the way, um, you know, I heard that uh, there's some uh, interesting uh, story about you know what it's uh, about the meat eating so japan banned eating meat from the 7th century until mm. the, end of the 19th century however mm-hmm. i heard that people were eating meat secretly mm. and there were people mm-hmm. stories talking about the secrets so maybe you can tell mm. us about that
3: yeah the meat was prohibited to eat because of buddhism i think uh, the teaching of buddhism um, uh, forbade people to eat meat uh but actually in the Edo period he was, uh, they were eating uh meat secretly uh they called they called them medicine and uh uh ate the meat um uh, secretly um and the the government uh, I think the government also allowed people to eat meat actually so uh, it was uh they were not supposed to eat meat but they were eating meat secretly for example uh what, um, wild boar meat, or I think you don't have wild boar meat in the United States, Uh, in Oshishi. uh it's like, it tastes like pig. Uh, I mean, it tastes like pork. And so a uh, pork and um, beef and the meat of deer and horse and wild boar, uh, those
2: meat were eaten by
3: people in Edo secretly. Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Um well we have white boar here too, but it's, I think it's Japanese wild boar looking more like wild, like <laughs> real wild. Mm-hmm. wild, wild. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, so the uh, white boar is called uh, mountain, whale,
3: yeah, uh, well, mountain whale. Yeah, it's mountain whale, yeah, Yamakujira mountain mountain whale and um what uh deer meat was called uh sakura or cherry cherry blossoms, like this. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the deer is uh, momiji, the
3: uh, deer is momiji, yes. And right? horse horse was called sakura, or cherry cherry blossom,
2: right. and There's deer nothing meat in called between. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of jargons, you know. Right. For it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, and uh, well, that's interesting story. Uh, just this is very uh, you know tangential story, but uh, how it ended uh you know japanese people ended this uh, ban of eating meat which started in the 17th, 17th century was the meiji emperor um emperor uh you know that was in 1871 the emperor uh i forgot his name but in the meiji era he ate beef officially mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then showed that it's okay to eat beef mm-hmm. and uh emperor yeah. at that time was everything as the king and queen and you know god everything combined so, and then people really kind of freaked out. <laughs> so, to some people, I uh-huh. uh, went to uh-huh. the emperor's residence and then um, tried to attack the emperor. That's how upsetting it was back then. So,
0: uh-huh.
2: yeah. So that's why people really hide the fact that they're eating meat because they could be totally punished by eating <laughs> meat that they're not allowed legally. Uh-huh. So, anyway. So, um. So you teach bakugo in English. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is it only in Japan, can our listeners learn Rakugo like, from you?
3: Yeah, um, I have some classes, and uh, of course, I, I, um, I have classes in Tokyo, but one of the classes is, is, is online, so uh, anybody in the world can actually uh, learn Rakugo from me. And I have, uh, I have about 10 students uh, who are taking the online classes, because some of them live far from Tokyo. And some are, you know, uh, afraid of uh, COVID, coronavirus, so they prefer to uh, to take online classes. So anybody in the world can take online classes
2: now. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just like we, you, you know... Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything's... I mean, this is a podcast by itself is really recorded remotely, which was not possible before the COVID. So there's upside of COVID for sure. And... Mm. Uh, so that's the well, everybody can uh, look up your yeah. site and then sign up for it.
3: Yeah, I think yes. If you they put my name, Canaria Araku or English or okay. I think they can uh browse my at my at my um, uh, web
2: page. Mm. Okay, so Canaria so. is uh K A N A R I Y A and Araku right. is E I R A K U. So that's kanaria, right. yes, Eiraku. Eiraku.
3: And my email address is um, what canaria, uh, kanaria, uh and at gmail.com. So they can email me if they want. Mm.
2: Right. So, listeners, if you're interested, I mean, you have also videos in English, right? So, I think mm. Aku yeah. is very visual too. So, I highly recommend listeners that you watch. English
3: record. On you, yeah, it's on YouTube. Yes, yeah. You
2: can,
3: okay. They can uh, watch my, uh, my my stories on YouTube, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kanaria, it's K-A-N-A-R-I-Y-A and A-R-A-K-U. That's right, oh, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, who are your students in English? Are they Japanese people or non-Japanese people right now?
3: Yeah, mostly they are Japanese people. Uh, I've ever had a foreign uh, student before, like uh, from India, and I had a student from, uh, from Britain, but mostly uh, they are uh, Japanese, and uh, they, are from, they, are from, they are from all walks of life. Um, some of them are housewives, some of them are salaried workers, some of them are retired uh, people, some are students. So the, the youngest is, I think, uh, 16 years old. Is uh, a second grader of uh, a senior high school, and the oldest is eighty-two. So there's a variety of people in my classes.
2: Mm, right. Mm. Ah, that's amazing how diverse your students are. Yeah, from
3: six. Yeah, seventeen to eighty-two.
2: <laughs> mm. Mm. Right. So, um, so what are your plans? I mean, you know, this Rakugo is universal, and mm. uh, how What's
3: your plans about the uh, Reku-Go education? Hmm. Um, of course, I would like to perform in foreign countries. I would like to spread this uh, wonderful culture. Um, <clears throat> but now it's re- quite difficult because of COVID. But after the COVID, I'd like to resume uh, touring the foreign countries. And mm-hmm. um, I also, I would like to perform at, um, at schools. And if st- uh, the you know, children are interested in English through rakugo, that's great.
2: Mm. Right, mm. and the uh, rakugo is just not just funny, but it's very uh, interesting window window to see the depths of Japanese culture mm-hmm. from different paths. I think. I so, think so. Yes. Right, mm. and uh, when you perform, you wear a very cool classic outfit. So yes, maybe mm-hmm. him, How do you dress yourself when you? From mm.
3: Yeah, that's right. So we can learn about kimono. See, so we can learn not only lago stories, but also you can learn, you know, some other aspects of Japanese culture. Mm.
2: So I I kind of missed asking you this question. Mm. Um, you, for as your props, you only use a uh, hand towel and a uh, folding fan. So yes.
3: What is that? I mean, what, what? How do they function, and why are they two items? Hmm. Uh, Lago is really minimal um perform you know, performance, and we use only two props. Um, but so uh, particularly this folding fan is used in uh, many ways. Uh, like it's used as a wallet. Uh, uh, I mean folding fan yeah and chopsticks, and uh, um, and a sword daggers i mean in various in various ways and uh, the hand towel is used as a wallet or um our books and so on and a piece of um uh, the audience will imagine uh, what's going on see? so um I think uh, the audience, uh, the imagination is, is uh, quite important um, uh, when we perform Lakugo stories. Mm-hmm. right.
2: right. Yeah, the other part of visual um, excellence of Lakugo is that the way you look at, the direction you look at, mm-hmm. really changes, almost like as if you're mm-hmm. looking yeah, at a different right. person. Right. So mm-hmm. that's another big... We just
3: element. move our heads. Yeah, we just move our heads. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. And you don't so change the characters. Right. So it is, even with the same mm-hmm. voice. You look at different ways. I mean different directions. Yeah. And also you know. Yes. Like, right. And the panting. Like you had when, you know, somebody came into the place and I'm scared of this. The picking <laughs> and all those <laughs> mm-hmm. tones. And it's so rich. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing how simple act mm-hmm. can change the whole imagination in your head.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah.
3: Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so do, do you plan to? Um, I don't know. I mean, this COVID today. Uh, there's a good news about vaccine, so we may get a uh, new vaccine sometime mm-hmm. soon. But are you planning to, um, you know, produce more YouTube uh, episodes and make it more available?
3: I'd love to. Yes, um, I'd love to talk about my performances um, for the rest of this, for the rest of the year. Um, this month, uh, I'm going to perform a, a perform, and I also hold an English language seminar at the Kokugakuin University on um, uh, what 25th of this month, and uh, it is online English language seminar and performance. So, and everybody can join. So, I think it's you can get this one is you can get uh, this information uh, on the. Uh, on the internet, and the next month uh, I'm going to perform with um, uh, with a Swedish Lago performer uh, whose name is Sanyute Kosenen. He's from Sweden and he's a professional Lago performer and he uh, entered uh, the Lago world four years ago and uh, studied as Zenza or or apprentice of course and he was promoted to uh, what we call callatsme, the second level. Uh, which is considered to be a professional lago performer and um i'm going to uh, perform i'm going to, i'm going to have a lago event uh, with him uh on december uh um uh, for uh, this year and this is also going to be uh, be well, be um uh online so you can enjoy online on zoom so i'd like to um, I'd you like know, to talk about this. Uh, I'd like to uh, let the audience mm-hmm. know about these uh, two performances. Right. So uh,
2: what's the best way to find the information?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so the best site? way is to um, to go to my web uh, webpage. It's eigo.rakugo. Eigo, E-I-G-O rakugo. R-A-K-U-G-O dot Wix site w i x s i t e dot com slash canaria mm. okay. so
1: that's my yeah
3: that's my website yes so
2: okay. you can get all
3: the information about my performances
2: right so mm. okay i'm gonna uh, put this uh, link uh on the show page so that um you know easily our listeners can can look up and also is uh-huh. this the site uh, your future performance Mm-hmm. Uh schedule will be put up. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay. So it's dot uh, com slash Canaria Arac. That's right, yes. Okay. Great. Okay, so uh, yeah, I will look for all your performances in the future because it's uh it's very really meaningful and, and appreciate what you do. Um okay, so thank you so much for joining us today and staying up so late. It's very uh, late <laughs> over there.
3: Um, pleasure is mine. Thank you.
2: Okay, thank you. So, uh, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at needs at HeritageVideoNetwork.org or at Kikwataima.com. Needs is a weekly program and always available at HeritageVideoNetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Jess Kranchich, and thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Japanese is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. The Heritage Radio Network is a non-profit organization, driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening.